0: Please pray with me. God of grace, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This morning's sermon is the last in a three-part sermon series exploring the DNA of this church the goal of this series is to flesh out our understanding of the three characteristics that we as an, a body embrace with such conviction. The reason I want to take this time to flesh out these characteristics is that it falls to all of you to carry these things forward into the coming year, and the year after that, and the year after that. I want you all ...to have this picture of Davis UMC, this sense of Davis UMC's DNA, so thoroughly in your heads and your hearts... ...that it becomes an explicit part of your conversations about the church as you all continue to live into this church's future. I want every one of you to live and breathe a strong sense of this church's DNA so that you all can be clear in your conversations, and especially in your ministries, about expressing who we are. I believe that God, our creator, has created us to be who we are, and that God shapes communities as well as individuals. This church community has some particular characteristics that God has shaped most strongly in this church. Through what we have called our pathway process, this process of examining the life of this church, you all have contributed to identifying three characteristics that stand out at Davis UMC. Those three characteristics are, we are spirit-filled. We are welcoming and affirming We are service and justice oriented. I want to say something about the nature of these characteristics that I don't think I've said in the other sermons where I've touched on these topics. These truly are characteristics of this church community. But at the same time, they are characteristics that are still being formed in us, not fully formed. Describing these characteristics, on the one hand, describes some things about who we are, but it also describes who we hope to be. The way we identified these characteristics was by pulling out the data from the 116 interviews conducted in this church. We identified these characteristics because, over and over and over again, so many of you named these characteristics ...as things you see in this church, things you love about this church. So it is true that these characteristics exist as part of the character of this church. And at the same time, it is true that we have not perfected these things. We are, after all, a human community, with all the imperfection that implies... The meeting of the General Conference of the United Methodist Church drew to an end on Friday. It's good to welcome Rosa Home, who was there as a page and I think has got to be still exhausted. General Conference is the official decision-making body of the denomination, the United Methodist Church. The gathering of General Conference takes place once every four years. This gathering includes delegates from United Methodist churches and regions, not only from all across the country, but all over the world. And when you bring together such a broad representation of United Methodist churches, it is clear how much diversity there is within our denomination. All kinds of diversity. So to name our DNA as a church... To say that we are spirit-filled and welcoming and affirming and service- and justice-oriented, to name this DNA communicates a picture of Davis UMC that is important to communicate. If we were a different church, we might say different things. We might say we were dedicated to evangelism. I've been in other churches that named embracing an ethic of stewardship as part of their DNA. Some churches name reliance on scripture, or the practice of forgiveness, or humility as parts of their DNA. When a church communicates their best understanding of who they are, it matters, because not all churches are alike. I've heard so many of you say an enthusiastic yes to this picture of our DNA, a yes that says that you fit in a community that especially embraces these characteristics. A different set of characteristics might not evoke that same yes from you. So in embracing our DNA, we are not saying that we are perfect and that we have arrived. We are saying what is most important to us and the gifts we see in this church. And we are also naming the directions we want to grow in. As I said a moment ago, the way we identified the strands of our DNA was by pulling out the data from the 116 interviews we conducted. We identified these characteristics that you all have named. And the reason I keep saying this in one way or another is that it is really important for you to remember that this picture of who we are doesn't come from me. It's not something handed down from a position of authority or by a single individual. This picture of your DNA comes organically from the body that is this church. Because these three characteristics do form the DNA of this church, this DNA will continue to shape the character and ministries of this church for years to come, And as some long-timers have told me, these are the characteristics that have shaped this church for years in the past as well. You all are now the stewards of this church's DNA. You are the ones who will carry forward this church's self-understanding and see that Davis UMC's most cherished characteristics will shape Davis UMC's future ministries. I mentioned last week that in my time with you, I have learned the importance of communicating clearly and explicitly. Naming and defining the prominent characteristics of this church is one example of doing that. We may think we know who we are as a church, but unless we say it out loud as clearly as we can, we may not actually have a common or shared understanding of who we are as a church. That's why we have worked hard to define the prominent characteristics of this church and why I'm fleshing these things out in sermons this month. As the Davis United Methodist Church, we have a strong orientation to service and justice. We want to make a difference in the world. This is a community who reflects God's character By sharing God's compassion for all, for all who suffer from injustice. We really want to work to improve conditions of suffering, both by caring for those in need, but also by addressing the underlying systems of injustice that cause suffering and need. The hard work I mentioned of defining the characteristics that form our DNA was done by many of you or many of your church leaders in a workshop in January. Part of the work of writing these definitions was also to root our understanding in scripture. As Christians, that's what we do. We look at our lives and our church through the lens of scripture. So the scriptures we heard this morning were actually chosen by the group who wrote our definition for what it means to be service- and justice-oriented. These are familiar scriptures to many, and especially to people who have been in this church for a long time. Both this morning's scriptures are quoted often by members of this community in the context of talking about our concern for justice and our dedication to service. The prophet Micah reminds us that, God cares about justice and kindness and humble faithfulness, cares more about these things than about ritual religious practices, such as burnt offerings. Then in our passage from Matthew's Gospel, Jesus reminds us of the primacy and urgency of caring for those in need. Some of those Jesus includes in his call to serve those in need are the hungry, the stranger, the sick, and those in prison. And one thing these categories of human need demonstrates is that issues of service and compassion are so often tied to issues of of justice. As as a former archbishop of Brazil once said, when I give food to the poor, they call me a saint— When I ask why the poor have no food, they call me a communist. I bet you've heard that before. Davis UMC ties service and justice together when we name our deepest concerns, because the issues facing our world inevitably connect the need for hands-on service and issues of injustice. There are so many ways I see the service and justice orientation of Davis UMC. So many ways that plays out here. Various ones of you have voiced the deep desire to do something that matters, to really make a difference in the world. You express a keen interest in looking beyond the walls of this church to reach out to others more than just care for ourselves. So many people have highlighted the importance of being a reconciling congregation which includes advocating for justice for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people, both in the larger United Methodist Church and in society. Care for the earth, the natural environment, is an important justice issue in this community. People want to be advocates for justice in addition to offering hands-on service. And these are not just words and not just nice ideas. This church puts its values into action. Listen to what we do together and allow these words to paint a picture in your mind of the activity and concerns of this church. As a church, we are one of the highest givers overall to special offerings of the United Methodist Church that serve those in need even including much larger churches in our region, our annual conference. And we give more than almost any church our size. Every year, we host homeless members of our community for a week as they are provided shelter during the coldest and wettest season of the year. In addition to providing shelter and food, we provide community and companionship and heartfelt concern. Together, we study racism and racial justice and human trafficking and the injustices of the criminal justice system and the role of Christian nonviolence in social change, just to name a few. We write letters to representatives on justice issues and environmental issues that we care about. We join together with Jews and Muslims each year to celebrate our commitment to interfaith cooperation and connection. And we speak out and stand up when those religious communities have been targeted with hate crimes in Davis. We travel to India to be of service and to form meaningful partnerships with service and educational organizations there, We work in Sacramento at the Mustard Seed School for Homeless Children, developing art projects that engage them in learning. We collect basic necessary supplies for refugees arriving in the Sacramento area. We grow food, as I talked about with the kids in our own garden, and provide fresh organic vegetables and fruits to people in the Davis community who don't have enough food. We support our youth group every year in a trip that gives them an opportunity for hands-on service and also incorporates some reflection on justice issues. We hosted a low-cost legal clinic for immigrants needing legal advice. Now, that isn't even everything, but I'm practically tired just telling you about it. It is an impressive picture, something to really celebrate. All of these are things that you, the people of Davis United Methodist Church, have done. Some of these things were one-time occasions, some are ongoing, some are in the past, and some will continue into the future. But all of this paints a vivid and true picture of Davis UMC's concern for service and justice, this integral part of who we are. In listening to you and learning about the character of this church from you, I also hear from you what we do not mean when we talk about being service and justice oriented. Saying what we are not can be an important part of being explicit, an important part of being clear in our communication. And in defining this strand of our DNA, we have said that In being service and justice oriented, our intention is not to be self-righteous. Our intention is not to limit discussion of issues and needs and various perspectives on these things. And it does not mean that we will be able to do everything. Your work as a church is to be the church God has shaped you to be to make sure that these most cherished characteristics become even more true than they already are. We know who we are. Spirit-filled, welcoming and affirming, service and justice-oriented. Now, the work of this church is to carry your DNA forward and see that Davis UMC's most cherished characteristics will shape Davis UMC's future ministries. As we travel forward on the pathway God invites us to, may we be faithful to who God has created us to be. And may we live this out in the ministries God calls us to. Amen.